Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Richie. There's a process taking place. I would call it the process of taking off our shoes. What does that entail? Before Moses addressed Pharaoh, he first confronted the burning bush and was transformed by the burning bush. They went through personally a process and we can say as it happens to us that corporately too, we take off our shoes and that we are transformed by the burning bush, by the presence of God. And then, in that manner then, that Moses is commissioned to be able to stand before Pharaoh and say, let my people go. He had a staff that had been in the presence of God and he stood with that staff with authority that was not Moses. He was the representative of the living God. And in this year, it's not the year 2020, it's the year 2022, that we're going to step into this new year. May each of you be blessed by a burning bush, supernatural glory experience, because God is requiring us, like Richie has said, we are, in our own day, have to maybe, in different ways, stand before Pharaoh, before the powers and principalities that want to try several dark, and evil things that the Bible says God does not approve. Our children are not going to be kidnapped by demonic values that make him question their own personhood and sexuality. Little boys questioning whether they are a boy or a girl or vice versa. Just an example. Or vast corporations telling their employees either bow or be fired, either take the jab when they, all of the things that their medical condition says, it would not be appropriate for them to do so. By the way, the jab was never, was never officially uh, gone through rigorous experimentation and never been commanded by the federal government, uh, the medical authorities, different things like that. But we are, there are people being confronted by the corporate, whether it's airlines or other big federal government authorities, etc., etc. Et we pray grace for them. There are people in the military who have been in there for years, dedicated themselves gave of themselves, and yet they are being pushed to have to resign because they have to 
take certain and obey mandates that their conscience would not allow. So, in different ways, whether, however we, the form it takes, the Lord is calling us to responsibility. We have rights, but we also have responsibilities. And uh, we are learning, and I think especially in this era, God is calling not only the ladies, but the men also to take responsibility, to, to stand up. I'm really proud of a lot of these ladies at addressing, there are ladies' organizations rising up saying, you, public school system, will not kidnap our children. We are standing for godly values. Uh, but part of me says, that's wonderful. Hey, but where are the men? <laughs> and they should also be standing, the husbands and wives together. So there are, there are things God, like he called, not only Moses, but the company of his family, Moses, Aaron, Miriam, they were all called to stand, stand for their people and see the Lord's word, let my people go. So the burning bush, we are at the burning bush, but I want to make, this is, may, may I have the grace to take off my shoes, have the good sense, humble myself. And part of the decision we have made as we enter the new year is that we are going to, this, the first part of that, as we go on a 40-day fast. And by the way, whatever grace you have, we don't, you know, I'm saying everybody go on a 40-day fast, but there are many. I have an amazing list of people already who have contacted us here in our church and those who considered themselves part of the church or part of the corporate body. I mean, it's wonderful to see all these peoples saying, we want to join you on the fast. So there are people already fasting and praying, and that's one of the best, most awesome things we can do as we begin this new year, as we go into the first sections of this year. Lord, it's our prayer, anoint us, Give us authority. We humble ourselves before you. We are walking in a sense, if I can express it that way, we decide to walk with a limp in a sense that we have been with the presence of God with the, and with the commissioning of the Lord. We are entering this year with humbling and fasting. Um, and the, one of the great models of this, there are several, we may look at them through the year, but there's uh, in uh, Jonah, the book of Jonah, chapter 3, it says, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, arise, go to Nineveh, say the word of the Lord. So it's not his own opinion, but it's the word of the Lord. And so a lot of it, our model is the word of God. It's, I'm not, I'm not confused. The word is there for us to get strength. And here God saying to Jonah, arise, go to Nineveh, 
that great city, say great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Nineveh is not a little township or a village. In that civilization, it's considered a great city. It took a long time to traverse that city. So multiple thousands of people lived there. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, this is one of the great stories, and I I love the book of Jonah. There are several things that are just so anointed and instructive for us. Now, Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. So on a chariot, if you went around the city, it took you three days to traverse and go around, around the city. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Now that's something quite unique. And uh, if I was in ordinary life, was not familiar with God, that would sound really strange. And yet here is the prophet of God, Jonah, saying in forty days, God's going to judge you, and this whole city is going to be destroyed. We'll be overthrown. But the amazing thing, this is the great, um, one of the great miracles in this list, last nearly 3,000 years, that the people, instead of ignoring, heard, Believed, it says, the, so the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast. So we, are, we are proclaiming a fast, but there are several models for us, and this is one of them, that Nineveh believed God. Say, believed God. So that's one of the important steps right now, is that as I begin this year, I choose to believe God. I choose to believe his word. And, uh, and how do we start then? He said, they proclaimed the fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. That's one of the grandest miracles is that the whole of, I mean, multiple thousands of people hear the word of Jonah. Not necessarily broadcast on a broadcast system, but they shared it with others and all that, all, it's it's quite astounding that all chose to believe this amazing word from the Lord. 40 days, you got 40 days, great city. And if you don't listen to the Lord's word, you're going to be overthrown. And so they proclaimed a fast. Now, this is the model, one of the models for us, but we have proclaimed a fast for 40 days. Now, we are not saying everybody has to do 40 days. We are saying, choose some days. And as we chose, we chose Wednesday, and the last three days, I usually don't talk about much about what our personal thing is until later or what we have learned or something. But I found the most Bonnie, I, you know, I think Bonnie is also maybe the same way, but we chose to fast of this. I mean, we'll, we'll do 
how the Lord instructs, but the first 40 days were, I mean, amazing grace. Blast, it was a blast from the Lord, has been, with, um, it's, for us, we've just been drinking uh, chicken, maybe some chicken broth, or what do we call those, chicken? Um, little capsule, huh? Bouillon, yeah. But basically it's just totally liquid. Water, tea. But such grace, I mean, it's like God has been waiting for us to choose some days to humble ourselves. And so we are going to speak to authorities, but first I want to seek the Lord's face and say, Lord, Anoint us like you anointed Moses and his company. There was Aaron involved and Joshua and etc., etc. And put on, they put on, they put on, proclaims, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. And uh, sackcloth is a, it's a rough goat hair. Um, something you wear, but it's, it's just made up of rough goat hair. And <laughs> it doesn't look royal at all. <laughs> and yet they choose. That's how, when I say choose to walk with a limp, it means we have chosen to humble ourselves, to take off our shoes in a sense. Hear the word of the Lord. Be anointed by the Lord for this year. And uh, by the way, you find in the book of Daniel, Daniel chooses to fast. He puts on sackcloth also. And it does not mean, oh, we are wicked. I mean, even though I choose to say, Lord, compared to your glory and who you are, we, you know, Daniel said, we'll, I live among a wicked people. Lord, Israel has sinned. So he put on sackcloth on behalf of his nation, Israel, or his people. In that sense, then, don't say, well, I have not sinned. We, the corporate nation, just think of the multiple thousands of children that have been aborted. Or the hundreds of innocents that have been killed by violence in the different cities. And we seek on behalf of the Carolinas. We seek on behalf also of our nation, of Chicago, which has seen so much violence and uh, carjackings and etc., etc. You say, how that's bizarre. And people rushing into big stores and just stealing in front of large numbers. Stealing. And you say, yikes, this is happening. In our nation, in civilized cities of our nation, our nation is held as an example to many other nations, and yet it's humbling to think this is not happening in Nairobi. It's not happening in Calcutta. It's happening right here in the USA. Lord, I humble myself and say, 
Lord, chase out the spirit of violence and thievery. Satan is a thief and a robber. We humble ourselves. By the way, Mordecai is another example who put on sackcloth. And people saw him and said, why are you, what is this sackcloth? The king is going to, in a few days, all of the Jewish people will be destroyed. That's going to happen. And Haman is going to see to it that it happens. So, we put on sackcloth. I mean, we had, I'm not, don't want to be political, but just observe, when we had FBI arresting innocent parents who were addressing boards of education. And so how can this happen in America? We, I thought we were a free people. And uh, I'm, I'm just want to be like Jehoshaphat also say, Lord, we're coming before your presence and praying and fasting and seeking your face. Lord, we're humbling ourselves before you. And uh, give us a supernatural answer. Just as you did the children of Israel when Moses went before Pharaoh. So, and uh, we, as they repented, there's a turning, as a, the Bible, biblical repent, word of, of definition of repent. We are changing our direction. They are turning. I'm an amazing supernatural. Something is happening to those people in Nineveh. You know, one of the things that was pointed out just a few years ago when we, when America went to defeat in Iraq, all the Saddam Hussein and all of those cohorts, um, one of the things they found, Nineveh is in Iraq uh, now, but uh, that the highest number of elected people that were Christians were from Iraq who showed up in the parliament. The Christians, a lot of them came from Nineveh because the effect of that great word that happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago, almost 3,000 years ago, that they are repentant, even affected today. I mean, I'm just kind of, as an observation, that there was a powerful, powerful effect. Uh, so we are, that's what's happening. We, we are repenting, not only, and I pray, may God's grace be over Fort Mill and, and of course, Charlotte, and Charleston, and Columbia, and Raleigh, and Durham, and around all the surrounding areas here. But they, may they also, Lord's mercy on Baltimore, and Chicago, and New York. And the, the numbers of people running for election, and some of the most bizarre statements of releasing some of the most violent people out of prison, and and I say, what, where are they living? What reality are these people living on? But we, our face is not, I'm not confronting that. I'm, I am saying, Lord, we're looking at you and we are seeking your face, just like Jehoshaphat did. Or as Jonah had, had a word from the Lord and Nineveh turned. Thank you, Lord. 
that you are hearing our prayer. In this year of 2022, uh, we choose to repent. And they believed God. Say, believe God. We believe God. As we enter this year, we believe God. And uh, he's going to do fantastic miracles. From the greatest to the least, nobody said, I, am, I, can't, I don't want to do that. That's the amazing miracle of Nineveh was, that's what the Bible says. The least, the greatest to the least. And God saw the repentance. God saw the change. There was a turning, a turning. What? The bribery is gone. This old thing where innocents are arrested and thieves and robbers are let go. It, it's some, some bizarre stuff. That that's, there is repentance and cleansing has happened in Nineveh. And there has been a turning to God. And, and, and as, I mean, this was like God had up to here. And that was his worst. And in a sense, Jonah's word was the last word. You got 40 days. That's it. And uh, amazing turnaround and miracle. And it, it said, the, then the word of the Lord, verse 6, came to the king of Nineveh. And he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself also with sackcloth and sat in ashes. That's the Old Testament way of showing repentance and humbling. Sackcloth and ashes, mourning. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, let neither men nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. This is one of the most unique times in the Bible I've heard that the Lord, by his command, the king commands not only the people, but hey, your donkeys and camels are going to fast. That's, uh, that's something. I know our dogs are really wonderful, but I don't know whether donkeys will listen to us. Or camels. <laughs> they get thirsty. They say, everybody, but let men and beasts, say let men and beasts. I just want to underline that it's so supernatural that even the beasts are cooperating. Be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. So that was, I mean, at several levels, there is violence in so many of our cities. And the drug cartels are now bringing in so many powerful drugs. A lot of our young people are being consumed. And I've had to counsel situations that the person was under addiction. And one, it, they need deliverance. We need the great outpouring of the spirit of deliverance. I, we, when many years ago, 40 plus years ago, 45, that there was such a spirit, the Holy Spirit outpouring 
that I had to, we had to go travel often myself. And I, at that time, I was not even married. But another pastor, who were wonderful friends, we still are, who would still stay in touch, called Jim Croft. But we would travel wherever Derek Prince was ministering and be his, basically, his cadets or ninja warriors or whatever we call it, or Jedis that would be helping and they would be spontaneously in, in Derek's meetings, in uh, uh, even Don Basham's meeting, and then later our meetings. But uh, demons would start manifesting and they would, people would get delivered. I mean, these are very, they were very, I mean, dressed. There were ladies who were dressed to the nines, you would say, you know, I mean, rich jewelry, all of them, and they would go, Wah! and the demons would come out, and I would say, we, I said, what? We have never seen this. But the spirit of healing and deliverance would come. And I, I'm praying with this, there was a, the prophetic word was, God's going to move. God's going to pour out his Holy Spirit. And I am praying, let it be, Lord. And it was, here it says, but let men and beasts be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that it is in his hands. And that's what I was saying. There is, you will read, there's so much uh, drug cartels bringing in massive amounts of uh, cocaine and fentanyl. The fentanyl, for example, that's being imported now is, from what I understand, 10 times what we used to have 15 years ago or so, uh, more powerful than ever, and driving a lot of the, our young people. You see some of them on the streets of San Francisco and others, Los Angeles, which basically they're making interim housing and all that. A lot of them, if you try to put them in some place where they could be taken care of, they won't. A lot of these have been so victimized by drug addiction that it is, it is a, only a miracle of God that would deliver them from being addicted to drugs. So these are some of the things that we need. Lord, hear our cry and we pray. May the violence, you know, there are some cities that the police have to be somewhat scared go out and do make arrests because they, would, they may be shot. So that it says let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish. It's amazing that this king was humble enough to hear the voice of the Lord and believe Jonah's prophetic word. We better repent or will be from the top down, there may be this judgment on our city. Then verse, verse 10 says, in chapter 3, verse 10, then God saw their works, not just their heart, but how they have turned from the top down, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. That's just a wonderful, wonderful answer that God answered as they humbled themselves and fasted. So we are 
choosing a season of repentance and fasting. And one of the things that happens, and this is here, I'm uh, bringing to a conclusion, but, but I'm wanting some of you to participate in this, that one of the individual examples of humbling and repentance is in the life of David. He does something very wicked. In fact, he does a couple of times uh, the situation with Bathsheba and the situation when he uh, numbered the people when against the request and against the instructions of the Lord uh, and he had to repent. And Nathan, the prophet, pointed out this stuff and so he relents he repents he humbles himself before God and there is a prayer a wonderful prayer of repentance in Psalm 51 that is really basically uh, David's prayer but we can see it as a model and I would like um, Richie if you will don't mind if you will Psalm 51 and verses one through um, at least one, one through nine, and then I may ask uh, Joy, are you here? Where are you, Joy? If you will take verses ten through um, fifteen, and then I may ask someone else to pray. Take the mic and pray out loud. I mean this, and if someone has a comment or a word about it, but this is the Lord's, I mean, this is a model for us of repentance and humbling. Yeah, go ahead. So this is Psalm 51, verses 1 to 9. It says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. That you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom purge me with hyssop that I shall be clean wash me and I shall be whiter than snow make me hear joy and gladness that bones you have broken may rejoice hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities Amen and joy if you will Come forth and read 10 onwards. It says, Create in me a clean heart. God, renew in me a resolute spirit. Don't thirst me away from your presence. Don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. Restore my joy in your salvation. And let a willing spirit uphold me. Then I will teach the wicked your ways, and sinners will return to you. Amen. And we'll go on. Ron, do you mind if go on from there, deliver me from the guilt uh, and 
speaking. Yeah, Psalm fifty-one, fourteen. Yeah. <clears throat> Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. The God of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good. Pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then they shall offer bulls on your altar. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, our prayer is, as David prayed, create in us, Lord, a clean heart, according to your loving kindness, Lord. Blot out our sins and transgressions. Wash us as we go and step into the new year with all shadows of sins and iniquities. We do acknowledge, Lord, as a nation, as a people, we have to and we choose to turn our backs on all sinfulness, Lord, on abortion and violence, and all evil that's done in your sight so we may be found cleansed and just. Purge us, Lord, and we shall be clean. Wash us, Lord, as we come into this first days of this new year. May the bones you have broken rejoice Hide from your face the transgressions, even as Nineveh enjoyed the washing away of all iniquities. Creating us, Lord, cleansing and a clean heart as we walk through January 2022. And we confront powers of Pharaoh, of darkness that this nation would once again rejoice and know revival and the flowing forth. May we be like Moses, Lord, and take off our shoes to experience the burning bush, Lord. Come, Lord God. Come, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Javda, visit us at javdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.